Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. This week on Vitality Radio, we're going to talk about a new article that came out that might actually expose antibiotics for what they're really doing to you. We'll talk about that during the rant this week. I am going to have my tongue in cheek a lot, and there's going to be some definite ranting going on because this article is maddening to me. But uh, the good news is, after I'm done ranting, I've got a great guest, Michael Schwartz from Michael's Naturopathic, uh, is going to be on Vitality Radio, and uh, I've already conducted that interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So because we don't have much time to squeeze it all in, we'll get started as soon as I tell you this. Check out our new website, vitalitynutrition.com, no matter where you are. You can reach us there. You can ask questions there. You can place orders there. You can get information and education there as well. You can also call us at Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And if you're listening to the radio, check out the podcast. Don't be afraid of more great information. I do two shows every week on the podcast, and I now have just introduced a brand new podcast called The Dearly Discarded Podcast. If you're curious what that is, check it out as well. It's one of my uh, little passion projects because there are some stories that have been hushed, hushed, hushed in the last couple of years that need to be told. I uh, just got off the phone with one of those people who I will be interviewing soon for Dearly Discarded. And it put me in the proper mood for what is going to be, I think, a very interesting, vital rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, in Newsmax this week, there's a new article And here's the title, Antibiotics Used to Treat Urinary Tract Infections May Be Cause of Recurrent Infections. Now, if you know me, if you've listened to Vitality Radio or you've come in to talk to me about infections or antibiotics or probiotics over the years, you know that this title doesn't surprise me much, but I love when science uh, finally discovers something that we've known all along because science has already shown it, 
and they act like it's new news. Well, that's what this article is all about. But it is an important article because maybe some people that were not aware will take advantage of this information. Let's go through this article together and just uh, sort of parse it out and see what we have. Remember the title, Antibiotics Used to Treat, or sorry, Antibiotics that are used to treat UTIs may be the cause of recurrent infections. If you want to refer back to me talking in more detail about urinary tract infections and how you can take care of them naturally, check out episode 138 of the podcast where I talk all about antibiotics and go into this in great detail. Okay, here's what the article says. Urinary tract infections are common and often easily managed, yet some some women are plagued by one infection after another. Now a new study hints at a culprit, the antibiotics used to treat them. (gasps) Dum, dum, dum. Maybe we have a culprit. Well, yes. (laughs) Of course it's the antibiotics used to treat them. UTIs can affect anyone but are particularly prevalent among women. Studies suggest that up to 80% of women develop a UTI at some point in their lives, and about one quarter of those have frequent recurrences, otherwise known as chronic urinary tract infections. Exactly why those women suffer repeat bouts has been unclear. No, it hasn't. But anyway, I, I digress. The new study published May 2nd in the journal Nature Microbiology offers early evidence of a potential reason. The antibiotics used to treat UTIs might set the stage for repeat infections by depleting the gut microbiome of beneficial bacteria. You don't say, oh, really? You mean antibiotics actually make our our immune systems weaker and more depleted and less able to fight off infections? Oh, thank you for discovering this. I don't know where these people have been. The microbiome, it says, refers to the vast array of bacteria that naturally dwell in the body, largely the gut, and help keep vital functions running smoothly, including the immune response. The makeup of those bacteria is always in flux, being influenced by various factors from diet to antibiotic use. Anyone who has ever had digestive issues after a course of antibiotics has felt those effects. The gut is also known as a reservoir for certain bacteria that cause most UTIs, so-called uropathogenic E. coli. In fact, UTIs often arise from the ascension of those bacteria from the gut to the urinary tract, explained Scott Holtgren, one of the senior researchers on the new study. In theory, throwing off the delicate balance between good and bad gut bacteria could predispose some women to recurrent UTIs. In theory? They're saying that it's a theory that our gut bacteria has something to do with recurrent infections. Shocking. But now, until now, it says, studies have not delved into the question, said Holtgren, a professor of molecular microbiology at Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis. And so he and his colleagues recruited 31 women ages 8 to 45. 15 of them had recurrent UTIs, three or more in the past year. Over the next year, the researchers collected blood and urine samples, plus monthly stool samples from the women. During that time, there were 24 more UTIs in the study group, all among women who'd been suffering recurrent bouts and they were usually treated with antibiotics. Overall, the researchers found that women with the recurrent UTIs had a gut microbiome that looked different from other women's. 
they had much less diversity in their good bacteria and fewer microbes that produce butyrate, a fatty acid that helps to control inflammation. Okay, so uh, it's hard not to mock these people that are saying that they're scientific researchers and yet they've had theories about this. I get that science is about proving it, right? But we have so much evidence, unbelievable mounds of scientific evidence that the gut microbiome is the most critical aspect of really human health across the board, at least in my view, based on the research that I've done, but certainly when it comes to our immune response. It is a major player in our immune response, specifically against infections. Because yes, there is a delicate balance between good guys and bad guys fighting off these things that try to invade and create issues for us. Having the proper gut microbiome matters in a dramatic way. And yet they're acting as if this is some brand new discovery. I don't quite understand that. So let's keep going. Meanwhile, women in the comparison group were just as likely to show UTI causing E. coli in their guts, and those bugs sometimes traveled to their bladders. The difference was those women did not develop UTIs. Now there's the magic right there. You mean what they're saying, if, if I'm understanding these guys right, what they're saying to us is this, that when they looked at the women who didn't get UTIs, they also had the same E. coli in their guts, and those bugs sometimes even got into their bladders, and yet the difference was those women didn't develop UTIs. And why is that? Because they had a wider diversity of microbiome, uh, let's say bugs, for lack of a better term, bacteria, the things in the microbiome that truly protect us against infection. They had them because they hadn't been on a string of antibiotics to wipe them out. They also had a higher level of specific microbes that helped to reduce and control inflammation. So yes, it appears that if we leave well enough alone, our body actually protects itself to a large degree. According to the researchers, I'll continue, it all suggests that those UTI-free women were able to control the bad bugs while women with recurrent UTIs were not, possibly due to the disturbances in their gut bacteria. Possibly. One big unknown is how everything is thrown off in the first place. This one is absolutely amazing. That's the big unknown, according to Ashley Earle, co-senior researchers on the study. Was it the antibiotic treatment for the first UTI, or was there a gut microbiome disturbance for whatever reason, which set women up for the first UTI, and the antibiotic worsened that situation? You know, we could do an observational study on this by just asking every woman that comes in with a urinary tract infection when the last antibiotic was that they were on, what antibiotic it was, and why they were prescribed that antibiotic, and you could also go deeper and ask them what their antibiotic history is throughout their lives, particularly as young children when their microbiome was being formed in the first place. My guess, and this is a theory, but I believe that it will be proved to be correct, is that they have a history of antibiotic use. Most Americans do. And they have a history of antibiotic use relatively 
close to the onset of that first urinary tract infection. That is the most likely scenario. Their body was attacked while it was weak, and therefore an infection took place. Pretty simple. A bigger point, though, she noted, is that this study throws cold water on the traditional notion that, notion that recurrent UTIs are a matter of hygiene. Now, I've never felt like it was a matter of hygiene. I imagine hygiene matters, but that's something that's been talked about among uh, doctors uh, telling their recurrent uh, their, uh, their patients, sorry, with recurrent UTIs to do better job of, of hygiene to keep the urinary tract clean. And there's apparently a stigma around that, according to Dr. Earl. But she said, this doesn't have to do with hygiene. This is something else going on inside the body. Well, yes, exactly. I mean, does hygiene matter? Sure, it matters. But it's like any other infection. If the body is prepared for the onslaught, the body defends itself. And so, because, listen, we don't live in a sterile world. It's nearly impossible to be completely hygienic, particularly in your underwear, right? I mean, we're going to have germs down there. It is what it is. And so that can't be the culprit. The culprit has to be the body being weakened by something. And my most obvious solution to the answer to that question is... Yeah, it's the antibiotics, because whenever you talk to somebody who's had a urinary tract infection, who's had a sinus infection, or I should say not a, uh, but chronic urinary tract infections, chronic sinus infections, chronic strep, chronic pneumonia, chronic bronchitis, you name the thing. And what you'll find is that they've been treated with antibiotics for those things over and over and over again, and yet they continue to get those things. Well, yeah, that's because they were weak in the first place, and now the cure has weakened them more. Therefore, it is not a cure. It is actually setting them up for a bigger and badder infection the next time around. So now she says something that I think is revolutionary for a doctor to say, but if your doctor recommends an antibiotic when you get a urinary attraction, Attract infection, sorry. You can feel free to ask whether it's necessary. Oh, really? You can ask your doctor that? You have the permission to ask your doctor to question what your doctor is asking you to do? You know, it would be silly of us, I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong, to walk into a auto mechanic and have uh, something wrong with our car. And the auto mechanic makes a suggestion, and you don't ask any questions about that suggestion because he's the mechanic and he knows best. Shouldn't you ask if there's an alternative, possibly a less expensive option to repair your car, or maybe a better option, or maybe there should be more done, not, not less, to make sure that your car stays well into the future. And yet, we have to have permission to ask our doctor similar questions when they're recommending what we put into our bodies? It's time, people. It's past time to recognize your doctor works for you, not the other way around. And your health is not his responsibility. It is your responsibility, period.
and it always will be. And therefore, take care of your health by asking questions, by getting curious about what's going on in there, and by not just taking that piece of paper to the pharmacy every single time it's offered to you. Look into the alternatives. Look into the options. Ask more questions. Become a better, more effective patient when it comes to take care, taking care of your own health. You don't have to have permission from the doctor in this article. Okay, so now this is the most golden part of this entire thing. At the very end, the Dr. Holtgren says, we're trying to develop new compounds to selectively deplete uropathogenic E. coli while keeping the gut microbiome intact. Now, do you realize how absurd that sounds? But it sounds just like modern medicine. We're going to selectively deplete something that's already naturally there that may actually have a purpose in the whole balance of things, but we're going to try and do it without screwing stuff up too much in the rest of the microbiome. That's what they're going to try to do. When we have multiple clinical trials proving that urinary tract infections aren't hard to beat, that more often than not, they'll actually go away on their own. And if they don't, you can get rid of them with simple things like D-mannose. In fact, one such compound that they're studying to try and turn into a drug is based on the sugar mannose, which is currently being tested in a clinical, clinical trial. So they're going to try and take something natural, turn it into a drug when that natural thing, which is cheap and readily available, you can get 140 servings of it for around $40, 140 servings of something that in multiple clinical trials has been shown to be 100% effective on that very E. coli that they're talking about right now. Now, I don't have much time to go into this, but I do want to spend a minute on it because if you have experienced urinary tract infections or you care about someone who has, this is really, really important stuff. I'm going to give you very simple uh, information, but remember to refer back to episode 137, no, 138 of the Vitality Radio podcast if you want to get more details on what I'm about to share. D-Manose works. I was on a, something on Facebook and somebody was talking about urinary tract infections and I suggested D-Manose as something they should look into. And uh, somebody immediately popped up and said, D-Manos doesn't work. It, it's crap. And so I said, well, uh, clinically, it, it works really, really well, like almost 100% of the time in all urinary tract infections and 100% of the time in E. coli ones. But how did you use it? And that is always the golden question with D-Manos. It has to be used properly. And the studies lay it out very, very clearly. You take two grams of the powder four times a day. You take it with just three or four ounces of water. And then you wait 45 minutes or so and drink a large glass of water. And you do that four times a day. The D-Manos has to be in there for a while to make things slippery so that the bacteria can slide right out. We're not killing anything. We're not disrupting the microbiome at all. And we're putting into the system something that is free of side effects that's actually a food. And even though it is technically a sugar, doesn't impact blood sugar levels, so it's even safe for diabetics. 
D-Manos works, and it's phenomenal for prevention as well. Just one serving a day has an 85% effectiveness rate in preventing urinary tract infections with people who have had them um, recurring at least three to four times a year. 85% effective in the study that I saw on that. D-Manos is, it's as close to a miracle when it comes to UTIs as possible. Now, remember, I'm not your doctor. I can't prescribe a pharmaceutical. I can't diagnose uh, an ailment. Uh, None of what I'm saying has been uh, reviewed by the FDA. I have those disclaimers on this show because we have to recognize what my place is as an educator and what your doctor's place is as a doctor. The point of the matter is, you have options. This stuff isn't as hard as they make it sound. The fact that these people seemed almost shocked that the microbiome of the human body would have something to do with preventing urinary tract infections would indicate to me that they've been missing some classes in medical school that need to be taught. So whenever Whenever, if it's not an emergent situation, if you have some time to do some research on whatever's ailing you, whenever those things arise, take a look around. Google it around or use the Brave browser, which I think is definitely more free than Google. But spend some time figuring out what can be done for yourself before you run off and give that responsibility to someone else, whether it be a guy at a health food store or a pharmacist or a doctor. Ultimately, your health is your responsibility, and you should be educated on it. That's why I do Vitality Radio, and I greatly appreciate those of you who listen to the show, especially those who listen on a regular basis. I I appreciate that so much. It means to me that you're really trying to educate yourself on this stuff. I know I'm not the lone source of this information. There's so many great sources and amazing resources on this kind of stuff, and I recommend you check it all out. Look everywhere because the information's out there when it comes to all of these things, and there's almost always an alternative to an antibiotic that is most likely going to just make you more prone to the next illness. Okay, I've got to cut to a break, and when I come back, I've got Michael Schwartz, uh, an oldie but a goodie. He's been doing this forever and ever. Lots of good information on the uh, on the other side. We're going to talk about male and female uh, reproductive and what matters there. Uh, if you're looking to try to have a baby, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the adrenal glands and energy and a few other things when we come back. In the meantime, check out vitalitynutrition.com or if you have questions about anything you hear on this program, give us a call 801-292-6662. That's 801 292 66 62. I'm Jared St. Clair. I'll be right back on Vitality Radio. For years at Vitality Nutrition, we've struggled with the question, what can I do to help my aching joints? About 20 years ago, glucosamine and chondroitin appeared on the market, and for the first time, we had something natural that actually made a real difference for a lot of our customers. 
But over the years, glucosamine products seemed to still only work for a certain percentage of the people who tried them and then only seemed to help so much. Then came hyaluronic acid. A healthy joint regularly secretes a substance called hyaluronic acid. This compound is slippery and provides lubrication and cushion to the joint. As we age, we produce less of this vital substance. The problem is that supplements containing this promising ingredient don't absorb well and mostly get wiped out in the stomach. Well, about eight years ago, Jared discovered a company who had figured out how to solve this problem. The product they developed is called Baxel, and it is amazing. Baxel is a liquid that's almost flavorless, and according to the clinical trials, when taken twice daily, provides significant relief to 84% of people who use it. At Vitality, we love Baxel because it works. It's as simple as that. Plus, it's 100% guaranteed. If your joints creak and pop, if you experience discomfort, pain, or stiffness, then you owe it to yourself to try Baxel today. Baxel is available at Vitality Nutrition and online at vitalitynutrition.com. Come visit us at 107 South 500 West in Bountiful, Utah. Check us out online or call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Alrighty, welcome back to Vitality Radio. I am your host each and every week. My name's Jared St. Clair, and I'm excited for this next segment. We're going to be talking to a guy who's been in this industry even longer than me. That's almost impossible, but uh, we'll talk to him here in just a moment. But before we get into that, I want to remind you that Vitality Radio, of course, is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, Utah. You can call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or join us at vitalitynutrition.com, where we've got everything you need right there, no matter where you are at. Okay, so without any further ado, I'm going to introduce my next guest. His name is Mr. Michael Schwartz. He is a naturopath and a guy, as I said, that's been in this natural products industry even longer than me, about 46 years, you know, Vitality Nutrition, Michael, is celebrating its 45th anniversary this August. So wow. we're, we're, we are almost going to catch you, except you keep going. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm trying to slow it down and stop it. But no, I can't get away from that aging process. Well, it is what it is. We just uh, keep a, keep a rolling along, try and do the best we can to take care of ourselves, right? Well, there it is. All right. So tell us a little bit about your history, because it has been a long one. Uh, how did you get started in all this, and uh, where are you at now? Well, actually, if you can remember, well, I don't know. Back in the 60s, there was a thing going around about get your act together. And I actually, I was in that kind of a stage. I've already been through the military service, and I was just looking for where did I belong and a buddy and I were sitting chatting and he said, you know, if you took the energy out of your stomach, if you stopped eating meat, took that energy and put it into your mind, maybe you'll get your act together. And believe it or not, Jared, that made so much sense to me that I became a vegetarian. I stopped eating meat, stopped eating fowl and fish. And a year into my vegetarianism, I ended up meeting my wife, who was also vegetarian. Six months later, ended up 
getting a job in the health food industry as a representative for Nature's Plus. And that oh, was okay. my, yeah, I worked for Jerry for three years. During that time, I went to school at night. I also became a naturopath. And then I left the company, traveled a little bit, learned some more uh, from hands-on kind of experience, and then set up a practice in McAllen, Texas, which is where I started the company 38 years ago. And I've been in Texas now. Uh, I'm almost native. My wife is native. I'm hoping it rolled off on me or rubbed off. Now I can talk like a Texan now and then. And so um, I'm just real casual down here and, and enjoying the South. So All that's right. a little bit of my background. <laughs> Sounds good. And the company, of course, is uh, my, Michael's Naturopathic Formulas. I believe Programs. I Programs, Michael's, I'm sorry. Michael's Programs. Naturopathic Programs. Now our, our label MNP. looks like MNP. And the yeah. reason I called it Michael's, besides being an egotistical maniac, was during the uh, 80s when I started the company in 1984, that was the time of designer jeans, designer this, designer that. And mm -hmm. I figured, you know what? Let me take my programs that I designed for clients that I know work because I kept meticulous notes on everybody, including family members and myself. And that was the foundation of all of my formulas of today. So basically through working with actual clients in the real world with real conditions, you found uh, success and, and wanted to bring those products out to the masses. Something Absolutely. Along those lines. Absolutely, Jared. You hit a nail on the head because in reality, what you learn in school, you know, and it goes for life as well. Everybody has all kinds of theories about this, that and the other. And you take a look at herbs and nutrients. Even professors have a myopic kind of perspective. And, I, and I've grown up that way myself, because if I hear an herb, I think about it in a particular fashion. Yet the truth of the matter is it has other applications. And sometimes what you're taught doesn't work. And depending upon the situation, it may be the wrong herb or nutrient altogether. So um, it really is, as you said, it's really from eye to, what I call it is eye to eye, heart to heart, soul to soul consultations. And that's Excellent. where I learned what really works and what doesn't. Excellent. And, and I agree. It's easy to get uh, a myopic view of a lot of this stuff. And unfortunately, uh, in healthcare today, I think that is happening to a, a very large degree. And we have to be way more cognizant of the individual and what's going on with them uh, as opposed to just, uh, you know, kind of one size fits all type of a, a scenario. So I, I agree with that very much. And I found that when I consult with my clients, the same thing applies. I'm, I'm able to actually seeing what really works in the real world with real people as opposed to just uh, focusing on, uh, you know, a paper that was published here or there um, has real value and, and, and helps you become better uh, at uh, helping people. So I agree with you there for sure. One thing that I find interesting, and we have a pretty long history with you, we've, uh, we started carrying Michael's products, my gosh, 25 years ago or something like that. It's been a long, long time. Um, and one of the things that I think are, is very interesting about your formulas, well, interesting is probably not the right word, uh, maybe refreshing, uh, because I really like how, how you do it, and, and a lot of formulas aren't this way, is that you really do uh, 
cover the board in terms of where you're putting where you're pulling ingredients from you have herbal things from all over the world you also have uh, vitamins minerals uh, enzymes uh, amino acids all types of different things that yeah. have proven to be effective you don't seem to really approach it from a, uh, a herbalist standpoint or uh, a, a, you know vitamin and mineral nutrient standpoint you, you are willing to embrace all the different methods of natural healing to uh, to create your formulas which I really like that's the way I see things as well wonderful and thank you you know I I present myself these days as a holistic naturopath by treating the whole person body mind spirit and so when i work with a client first i do the nutrition and then i just open the door and ask do you really want to know what the emotional component is because if they're not interested it's not i don't have the right to impose my thoughts on them but mm -hmm. i do open that door which allows for a deeper conversation and i think a quicker resolution and the way that I formulate, Jared, going back to why I'm multidisciplined, so to speak, is when I started out, it's really interesting. You know, my rule of thumb in my counseling was if you didn't feel better in three days, you got your money back. And again, either you know what you're doing or you don't. And with right. the company, I say, you know, you got three weeks to get an, an effect or a result where you get your money back. Again, either I know or I don't. So a woman came in to me with arthritis and I had put her on potassium and B6 and histidine because all arthritics are clinically deficient in histidine and potassium. And that's one of the reasons, I guess, why they end up absorbing, you know, or retaining fluids. At any rate, um, so my, you know, I said to her, you know, in three days you should be feeling good. And she came back in and said, Michael, I still wake up. My fingers are stiff. They're sore. And I had just finished reading something about Hannah Kroger or John Christopher. Remember Dr. Christopher mm -hmm. from Nature's Way? One of my favorites. And I tried his Yucca AR and I gave it to her and I said, look, no charge. Try this. Let me know how you do. And she came back to me and said, I love it. I, I feel fabulous. So from that point forward, I started incorporating herbs in almost every single consultation, which actually helped me look better, you know, because people were getting results quicker. So between the vitamins and minerals, and you know this as well as I do, Jared, when people are hurting, they think about herbs. And that's appropriate from the point of view that herbs are the precursor to the pharmaceutical industry that we have today. Mm -hmm. But the reality is the body runs on enzymes and proteins and your B vitamins are technically coenzymes. So they are absolutely essential for all the transactions in the body. That's why I build around the vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, whatever is essential. And then the herbs are kind of a complement and a dressing and a facilitator, if you will, of sorts. So yeah. that's my approach. I love that. And it's funny that you said body, mind, and spirit. This little uh, Chinese characters back here, that's what that yeah. is, body, mind, spirit. 
Uh, so there you go. So we do seem to be aligned a little bit here. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about a couple of things that I find pretty unique, uh, in, in terms of your formulas that I don't see a lot of, uh, you have a, uh, product for male reproductive, uh, and also for female reproductive, you call male reproductive factors or female reproductive factors. Tell us a little bit about the genesis of those products and, and why you came up with them and, and what they do. Well, that story probably goes back about 30 years. Uh, I had a couple. Uh, actually, it was almost like, it's really interesting. The same thing happens in our stores. Is The store could be empty. A car will pull up. A customer will come in. And within five minutes, four more cars pull up. Mm-hmm. So it seems like things go in groups. So I had a spell where I had couple after couple after couple trying to get pregnant. Some, the menses cycle was completely out of whack, so they couldn't get pregnant. Another was they were on birth control pills. They wanted to get off and get pregnant. And sometimes the guys have issues with a low sperm count. So I created these formulas that are designed fundamentally, and I'll go to the, the male, because basically it's, it's designed to increase the sperm count as well as making healthy swimmers period. And that, that's it for the guys. And it would help a little bit with uh, andropause, you know, when we start going through menopause, because mm-hmm. we do as well. So it helps there. Female reproductive is a little bit more complicated in a sense that the nutrients I use were one designed to strengthen the entire female reproductive system and especially strengthen the uterine walls because that's where the miscarriages take place. The only caveats I say about the products, and, and I tell you know the retailers, this is the best way to use the product, if you know because couples trying to get pregnant, it's not a matter of let's make love. It's honey, come home today is the day. All right, right. we've got a three day window here. Let's make it work. Mm-hmm. And so I literally believe in force feeding the body. So I tell clients take two capsules three times a day for the first 10 days prior to intercourse. Mm-hmm. That way, we're force-feeding the body. All of the nutrients are at prime being utilized accordingly to what their functionality is in the body. And I guarantee for pregnancy up to three bottles. And if couples aren't pregnant within three bottles, then I know that there are emotional issues at work. You know, like, I don't know if this relationship is going to last. You know, my career is really important to me. I don't know that our house is big enough. And I don't know that I want to bring children into this world. So those emotional things, whether voiced or not, can really affect fertilization. Mm -hmm. So that was the concept behind it. And then, and I think you may also have this experience. I learned from my retailers about my own products. I did not know when I created Female Reproductive that it would help regulate a woman's cycle. In fact, I saved my sister from having a hysterectomy when she first got here Hmm. by putting her on the Female Reproductive. So it actually tones and balances it out, brought her back to a regular 28, 29-day cycle, and she never had to go through surgery. Um, The other thing is that I discovered, again, from retailers who worked with the products, 
that if a woman, and, and I make a joke, I have to joke because if I don't joke, uh, it means I'm not playing. If I'm not playing, I shouldn't have left the house. And so, you know, my joke about that is that there are some women who can literally look at a guy and get pregnant, but unfortunately they do not go full term. However, if they stay on the female reproductive through the first trimester, they will go full term. Hmm. Now, of course, you know, there are caveats. Sure. Uh, no, no blockage of the fallopian tube because if we're not getting eggs, we can't fertilize them. Right. And no endometriosis. And some women may not know what endometriosis is in terms of other, oh, you've got endometriosis. But it's really a part of the, the womb that, or the uh, you know, the womb that inverts, so that and if the egg gets fertilized, it can't adhere to the womb because that part of the wall has been inverted, and now it's so smooth the egg can't hold on, and it just you know we have a miscarriage. Okay. So that's kind of how they work. All right, and and it is recommended for through the first trimester, and then not after that. Is that right? For the women who have a tendency to miscarry, the others um, shouldn't be an issue. They could just, you know, once they get pregnant, they can stop. They really don't need the product anymore, so to speak, okay. because we have that fertilization. And then from there, they're best to go on to a prenatal supplement um, to help the building process. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Excellent. Yeah, those are uh, very interesting formulas, and it's a complex issue, and uh, people struggle for years uh, to get there, and and the medical route is outrageously expensive and uh, oh. very challenging to the body. I've talked to a lot of women who've tried to recover from that with, uh, you know, not the kind of success that they'd hoped after having such a significant uh, hormonal shift in the body from uh, for fertility clinics, things like that. It's an interesting uh, avenue to take. So it's good to know that there are some natural options that can potentially do the job. Um, let's talk about something that I think... Oh, go ahead, Michael. Uh, yeah, I wanted to go back to that because I also recommend that both people take it together. And the guy could say, well, you know, no, no, my sperm is good. I got a good count. I don't need the product. Well, from a symbolic or an emotional commitment point of view, taking it the same time your wife is taking it, or if the it's the guy that has the issue and the wife says, "No, I'm my, you know, I'm good to go." Mm -hmm. Ideally, if they both take it together, it is a statement of unity. It is a statement of I'm committed to this. Let's have this and open up the door for another human soul to manifest in our reality. Right. Yeah. Now that makes sense. And, and yeah, interestingly enough, and I would imagine because of that, you've also got that as an option of, as a twin pack uh, that we have where yes. people can buy it together and save a little bit of money that way as well. Absolutely. So that's great. Let's talk about a topic that uh, I think, I, I'm just going to throw a guess out there, but I bet when I say this word, uh, maybe 80% of the people listening are going to say, oh, yeah, I could use more of that. Uh, let's talk about energy. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I believe the statistics are something like 80 to 90% of Americans are consuming caffeine on a daily basis. 
Um, and, you know, most of that's coffee, but of course now we've had the, the big surge of energy drinks and all these other sources of caffeine. And people are uh, going, you know, more and more and more caffeine, but not necessarily getting more and more and more energy. Uh, let's talk about energy and the adrenal glands and, and how you approach that. Okay. Well, caffeine has so many negatives associated with it that I won't even go there and touch that other than to say, <coughs> excuse me, no problem. other than to say that I think all of those high caffeinated drinks are terrible for the human body. I think excess, there's a universal teaching and I live and work by teachings. One of them is excess leads to rejection. So too much caffeine coming into the sit into the system is going to make your central nervous system overexcited and wired. At the same time, it's going to attack your adrenal glands because anytime you bring in a substance that is designed to replace something the body does, you end up training that particular gland organ system. You train it to become lazy. And over time, it will actually, first it becomes lethargic, then it could actually atrophy. It could actually shrivel up. So the, the uh, kidneys, the thyroid, the adrenals, testes, ovaries, all of that can be affected by bringing in a hormone. So mm -hmm. what happens with energy is that all of these caffeinated drinks are just jacking people up. And then as they begin to crash, now they're running towards sugar or more caffeine. So it's really a vicious cycle that's attacking the cardiovascular system. It's attacking the nervous system. And the fundamental culprit is stress. Because what stress does is that is what's directly attacking the adrenal glands. Because, you know, we all know the, what is it, flight or fight uh, response yeah. of the adrenals. Yeah. So what's interesting or what's scary is that when the adrenals begin to falter from stress, blood pressure goes up, immune system goes down, and the ability to regulate sugar is out the window. And the reason for that is because one of the roles of the adrenal glands is to monitor the sugar in the bloodstream. When the sugar goes up, the adrenal gland is supposed to tell the pancreas to secrete insulin to bring the sugar down. Well, you know, we're junkies in this country for food and lots right. of sugar, right? So we're yep. constantly noshing. So it's an up, down, up, down, up, down thing. The adrenal gland develops laryngitis. And so on one level, it may or may not tell the, the um, pancreas to stop secreting insulin. And so the pancreas is going to continue <clears throat> until it has an issue. Mm -hmm. And then around, I'll say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon is when we have our crash at that point, when the sugar gets that low, the adrenal gland is supposed to communicate to the liver to release glycogen back into the system so people have energy. Well, the right. catch-22 is it's exhausted. The adrenal gland is exhausted. It's got laryngitis. It can't talk to the liver. And so we are in a world of woe. And so now we're reaching for something to give us energy. Mm-hmm. 
And the secret is actually pantothenic acid, (laughs) more than any other B vitamin, because what pantothenic acid does, and and, in my energy formula, Jared, there's 500 milligrams per tablet. And what the pantothenic acid does, one, it becomes coenzyme A, which is the precursor that stimulates the Krebs cycle, which is where energy is produced. So every single cell in your body can produce the energy that you need to give you the endurance, the stamina, without doing caffeine and or sugar. Okay? okay. So that that's one thing. Um, pantothenic acid also becomes pantothene, which helps lower cholesterol. It also becomes betaine hydrochloride, which is another symptom, so to speak, of, a, of stress. Because without betaine hydrochloride, you end up with indigestion. And so mm-hmm. you can see that relationship. The other benefit to the betaine hydrochloride is for your osteoporosis people in the sense that you need betaine hydrochloride to carry calcium ions back into the bone matrix for rebuilding. So all of that indirectly uh, are things that I think about when I formulate. And actually the adrenal formula I created for myself after I had gone for a consult to one of our retailers who did iridology. And she Mm. told me I had stress. Now, Jared, we've met. Do I look like a guy that has stress? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) So, So here's a way for everyone to get rid of stress. And I do this with all my clients. Blank sheet of paper, left-hand column, what gives you stress? And this is especially important for those couples trying to get pregnant because, you know, in relationships, it's the simple things that really aggravate us. The big things, we come together, we talk about them. You know, we may fight and argue and scream and holler, but we come to a sense of resolution. Okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. Okay, Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And yet it's the little subtle things that never come up that are, well, you know, you just don't put the cap back on the toothpaste tube. You leave it, you leave your underwear in, you know, next to the hamper, not in the hamper, (laughs) dude, you know. So it's those little things that create stress. So I say left-hand column, write down everything, no matter how minuscule it is. If it came to your mind, it's giving you stress. The right-hand column, why? Why does that cause you stress? So when you begin that kind of an exercise and you dig deep into the self and you begin to resolve those stress-creating issues, your health improves dramatically Hmm. because stress compromises calcium and magnesium and zinc. So we have a major cardiovascular disease issue in our country still. And diabetes on the rise. And you need zinc to manufacture insulin. So everything is so interconnected. that And people, the whole medical community does not bother to educate the patient as to how they could truly fix themselves. And one of the key dynamics would be changing the diet, altering the lifestyle. Absolutely. And bringing in supplements. Of course, the doctors will never promote that because it's not in their best interest to have healthy clientele. Yeah, it's a, it, the system, 
when it comes to nutritional education uh, is is certainly not built uh, around that. You've got to find that on your own. You're not going to get it from your medical doctor as a, as a general rule. So when you talk about the adrenals, I, I think this is important for people to, to understand, and I don't want to gloss over it too much. The adrenal glands are, the way I describe it, and this is really simplistic because you've already given us a bunch of details about what they do that uh, maybe doesn't fall into this category, but I, I tell people they're your stress and energy glands. I mean, those are the t- that's what they do. They sit on top of the kidneys, and if you think about when you're using them, it's when you're under stress and when your body needs uh, you know more energy or more calm uh, than the adrenals are you know are kicking and, and doing something. And the challenge I think in today's world is that stress is coming from everywhere we look at you know in massive quantities, and so our adrenal glands aren't getting much of a break. Uh, if any break at all, other than maybe when we're sleeping, and then maybe we're, <laughs> some of us are even having stressful dreams, uh, uh, you know, True. given a little kick, right? <laughs> and then the first thing we do when we wake up is we caffeinate and, uh, you know, wake ourselves up, uh, give the adrenals another kick in the in the butt. And it's, it's, at, it's like we're kicking a, uh, a horse that's already ridden 100 miles with the spurs saying, hey, let's keep this going. And eventually we just crash. We can't keep that up. So your adrenal uh, extra energy formula is is really interesting because I think there are, well, my experience has been that natural products anyway are generally come in one of two uh, categories when it comes to energy. There's things that are adrenal supplements that are designed to work, you know, with the adrenal glands, like what your formula is. And then there are more natural forms of caffeine, green tea or guarana or yerba mate or things like that. Uh, what I found interesting about yours, though, is the first thing you said, the, the panathenic acid. I think that's really been a lost uh, nutrient when it comes to nourishing the adrenal glands. I'll tell a, a quick story that goes way back. When I was 15 years old, uh, working at uh, my parents' health shop and dealing with hay fever, a lot of hay fever. And I was trying a bunch of different things for hay fever. And I read, I think, I think it was a book I was reading, uh, but I don't remember honestly where I got the information that panathenic acid might help with that because of what it did to uh, nourish the adrenal glands and the response to those uh, those allergens. So I did. I megadosed panathenic acid. I believe I was taking 500 milligrams three times a day, as I recall. And it was by far the most effective thing I ever did for my hay fever as a kid. And it kind of blew my mind because everything else that was kind of designed specifically for hay fever didn't seem to be cutting the mustard. But when I addressed the adrenals directly with the panathenic acid, it was amazing. And then I finally got rid of my hay fever two years later when I realized that what I really needed to do was a big, powerful liver cleanse. And I did that and I've never had hay fever ever since. But panathenic acid, when you you came into our shop to do an education for uh, my team at Vitality, uh, maybe a month or two ago you were in, and you mentioned the panathenic acid in there and it, it just clicked. And I thought, you know what? That's something that's not being done in these formulas. And it got me very intrigued about about your formula. I think it makes all kinds of sense. You know, it is really interesting. Panathenic acid, by the way, is my second favorite nutrient with vitamin A being my first. Okay. I love vitamin A. Uh, I'm a big proponent of it. In fact, with the COVID situation, when it first started, 
you know, everybody was running after C, D, and zinc. Right. Right? And I created a formula. Well, first, before I created the formula, I was telling people, you know, that's great, but add some vitamin A to it. Mm-hmm. Because vitamin A is better than C, D, and zinc together. Because every mucous membrane that you have that's exposed to the environment, the coating on every, or not coating, the outer cells mm-hmm. on every gland and organ, they are built with vitamin A. So it is essential for the construction of your epithelial cells. It is your first line of defense. So I always, so I ended up creating an ACD zinc combination because in my mind, vitamin A is the key. In fact, whenever I travel, Jared, I always have a small bottle of vitamin A by its lonesome because I don't make it. I don't make any single nutrients because I don't believe anything in nature stands alone. So I do combinations, but I always carry the A. And if I feel something coming on, I'll start popping it when I'm out. When I get back to the room, then either I have my quick immune or my ACD zinc combo and I'll start popping those at night. But anyway. Yeah. And I'm a, another, I'm a big proponent of the vitamin A for that purpose too. I actually always have it on hand for that first sign of, you know, sniffles or sore throat or any of that kind of stuff. So Totally agree with you there. Well, unfortunately, we've already gone over the time that I originally allotted. This was a, <laughs> uh, a great conversation. We're about uh, six, seven minutes further than I expected. Uh, but uh, I would love to have you on again and talk more uh, very soon. Um, this was, uh, I, I think, pretty enlightening about a couple of topics that maybe I've spent not enough time talking about on Vitality Radio over the years. So I appreciate your time, Michael. Thank you so much for your your energy and your expertise, your passion is obvious uh, for what you do and i appreciate what you're doing to make this world a healthier place thank you jared for all those things that you said and for the work that you do and i'm since i'm a motor mouth i'm always available just uh, let me know when and i'll show up <laughs> yeah well i love to hear myself talk as well which is why i have a couple of podcasts so. hey thanks michael i'm gonna let you go but we'll catch you uh, again soon I look forward to it. Take care. God bless. Be well. All righty. I've come up against my time. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the podcast if you're on radio. And if you are have any questions about anything that you heard, uh, check us out on vitalitynutrition.com or call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662 at Vitality Nutrition. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair. our awesome music is by brian bob young support vitality radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on apple podcasts youtube or your favorite podcast source Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.